and welcome to another episode of the Deaf Thing Podcast with you, your hosts, Nicola and Sean. Excellent. And in today's episode, guys, we're going to talk about a topic which is very near and dear to our hearts, especially Sean's because he made up the term. I won't say that he made up the term, but he was the one who um, basically brought this term into our little place called the Dev Team. So, you know, all the time on this Dev Thing podcast, we're talking about improvements and, you know, doing, basically achieving more, going more growth, you know, hashtag growth. And we actually have a name for this and probably we've mentioned it before, right? It's axe sharpening or sharpening your axe. So, Sean, give us a bit about, a bit info about this, what this sharpening, axe sharpening thing actually is. So there's an old parable. I don't know the original origin, but basically there was a group of woodcutters and one of them was working harder than the others and chopped down more trees per day than they did. And he was so fueled by being the best that he just continued to work harder than everyone else. And as a result, he found that instead of cutting down twice as many trees, he was cutting down only a little bit more and then only as much and then less and less than his coworkers. And the problem was that he didn't take the time to sharpen his axe. And when his coworker said, hey, how come you don't sharpen your axe? He says, can't you see I don't have time? Because, you know, when you're behind, you don't have time to stop and do maintenance. Or so you think, because it's a false economy. So I always think, you know, learning a new language, learning a new database, learning a framework or some kind of technology that your company could use or should use, figuring out how to use some kind of new protocol or serialization, deserialization, any like anything that is related to your career that will make you better at your job. Even if it's a personal project where you're going to use a language and a platform that you don't even use at work, that is still act sharpening because you're learning concepts and ideas and new ways to think. And many people have said this, if you learn a different language that doesn't work the same way as the one you use every day, it could make you a better programmer. And then you could take those skills and apply them to your day job and get even better at it than you were. Love it. Excellent. And to scare you a bit. So imagine this, if you are that woodcutter that never sharpens his ax, right? And okay, you could argue nowadays, maybe not that fast, but back in the day, you could have been visual basic VB six kind of guy. And doing just that, and by doing just that, I mean doing well by it. Fast forward 10 or 15 years, what's going to happen if you'd never sharpen your axe? Well, here's the thing, VB6, uh, a thing of the past nowadays, right? So, okay, sure, you know, let's just learn C-sharp or whatever. Well, newsflash, not so fast. The thing is... Most probably. And again, hey, I really hope for you that it's going to happen. But most probably what's going to happen is you won't be able to get up to speed so fast. Because you spent last whatever years not learning, not trying out new things. So it's going to be harder for you versus if you in those 15 or whatever years actually learned two, three, four, whatever new languages, you're going to see that thing which we talked about already that learning after after learning like i don't know four three four languages learning a new one adding a new one on top of that 
It's just, you know, syntax and basically using it daily. That's all. Yeah. And as a hiring manager, I know that many times I see a resume and it's very clear that other than what this person learned in school or what their employer used at their last job, what their team used, that's all they knew. They didn't know anything else. So why would I want that person when I can have the person who was working at a grocery store, but writing code in their spare time because they wanted to learn because they wanted to build something. So when, if you find yourself in a situation where your old skill is out of date and it's really hard to find a job and I've got two candidates and one of them's you, who's done nothing but dated technology until three months ago and someone else who's been experimenting with things for the pure joy of the craft, uh, you're not going to be my first pick. Definitely agreed. And here's the thing. <laughs> if actually you get that resume or, you know, somehow you get to talk to him, I'm going to literally ask him, why are you in this field? Because clearly you are not interested in it. You do not love it because when you love what you do, you go out, you search what's new and you like you check it out, right? You play for it just because you like it, not because of, you know, getting actual money for it. Yep. And I think programming might be a little bit unique in that way. I hate when people say something's very unique, so I can't say a little bit unique. Um, I, it might be unique because if someone is an auto manufacturer or maybe a carpenter or mechanic or landscaper, generally you would never expect that person to work 40 hours a week and then go home and then also do their job for fun. So we're a little bit weird in that way. But I think like Nicola was saying, why are you in this role? Why are you in this career? Why are you in this industry? Because if you're not, you, you can't like, if you're working on a factory floor, you could just let your mind wander and you could be writing music in your head or thinking about a novel that you're going to write, inventing characters and things like that. With what we do, you can't. You have to use all of your attention to do the job. And to do that, I really think that you can't do it without being very interested in it, without yeah. it being fun to a certain extent. Exactly, because so, you know what's you know. going to happen? <laughs> okay, you may be able to do it for like 5, 10 years, maybe 15 max, but are you going to be able to do that for like 40 years? No freaking way. You're just going to either burn out or, you know, use whatever other term that you want because you are not passionate about it. And that's, yeah. And I'm if you know sad. any programming job in the world where you go in five days a week and do the same job, let me know. Cause I'd really like to know if that is even possible. Cause the way I see it, what we do, it's literally different every day. Every day you solve a different problem. If you were solving the same problem every day, you just copy paste the code. So what is it? What kind of job can you have as a programmer where you're not forced to be creative on a daily basis? Yeah. And if you, dear listener, ever caught yourself in a situation where you could have done something manually and repetitive in like 10 minutes, but you ended up writing a script to do that, which took you actually half an hour to write, let me know. I want to talk to you. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's all I got for this. Me too. Excellent. So, as Sean said, that's all that we've got for you guys. Talk to you next time. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the DevThink Podcast. You can contact us at info 
at DevThink. That's D-E-V-T-H dot I-N-K. Now, go accomplish something.